expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 23 points this morning from yesterday's close at 17,617 on turnover of 11.5 billion NT. The TIEX followed other regional markets and plunged on Thursday as investors turned cautious after Russia invaded Ukraine. Market watchers say the heavy downward pressure resulted in the TIEX testing the 120-day moving average of 17,567 points. Almost all major sectors lost ground, with Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing, which is the most heavily weighted stock on the local market, falling by more than 3%. Motorists who fail to yield to pedestrians may soon face harsher penalties. The Cabinet has approved amendments to the Road Traffic Management and Penalty Act that were proposed by the Ministry of Transport. Under the proposals, motorists who fail to yield to pedestrians at the street crossings or intersections will face a fine of 6,000 NT, up from the current 3,600 NT. Those whose failure to yield results in minor injuries will have their license suspended for one year, while drivers whose failure to yield to pedestrians results in severe injury or death will face a fine of 36,000 NT and have their licenses revoked. They will also face criminal charges. In international news, the United Nations says it is immediately allocating 20 million U.S. dollars to scale up U.N. humanitarian operations in Ukraine following Russia's invasion. Secretary General Antonio Guterres made the announcement on Thursday, saying the UN and its humanitarian partners are committed to staying and delivering to support people in Ukraine in their time of need. The UN says that 20 million from the UN's Central Emergency Response Fund will support emergency operations along the contact line in eastern Donetsk and Luhansk and in other areas of the country, and will help with health care, shelter, food and water, and sanitation to the most vulnerable people affected by the conflict. The International Committee of the Red Cross says teams are on the ground, delivering water to hospitals, and the UN's World Food Program is warning that the conflict will have a profound impact on food access for civilians in Ukraine and beyond. From the U.S., former police officers have been convicted of violating civil rights in the arrest of George Floyd. Mike Gracia has a story. 
three former Minneapolis police officers have been convicted of violating George Floyd's civil rights. Jay King, Thomas Lane, and Tu Tao were charged in federal court with depriving Floyd of his right to medical care as fellow officer Derek Chauvin pressed his knee into a handcuffed Floyd's neck for nine and a half minutes on May 25, 2020. Floyd, a 46-year-old black man, died. The videotaped killing sparked protests that spread from Minneapolis around the world. Tao and Lane were also charged with failing to intervene to stop Chauvin, who was convicted in state court last year, of murder. The three former officers will remain free on bond pending sentencing. I'm Mike Gracia. And Honduras' Supreme Court of Justice has denied the appeal of former President Juan Orlando Hernandez to be held under house arrest during his extradition process. Hernandez was arrested February 15th at the request of U.S. authorities. He faces charges of drug trafficking, using weapons for drug trafficking, and conspiracy to use weapons in drug trafficking. A judge ruled last week that Hernandez be held at a National Police Special Forces base in the capital, pending the outcome of the extradition process. His attorneys appealed for house arrest, and the high court on Thursday rejected that appeal. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again next week for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.